హలో అండ్ వెల్కమ్ టు ది హాకీ కార్నర్ పాడ్కాస్ట్ మై నేమ్ ఈస్ అమర్నాథ్ సూరి దిస్ ఈస్ అ బ్రాండ్ న్యూ స్పోర్ట్స్ స్టార్ ప్రొడక్షన్ వేర్ వీ డిస్కస్ ది బిగ్గెస్ట్ టాకింగ్ పాయింట్స్ ఫ్రమ్ ఇంటర్నేషనల్ హాకీ ఇన్ జనరల్ అండ్ ఇండియన్ హాకీ ఇన్ పర్టికులర్ విత్ ద సెకండ్ ఎడిషన్ ఆఫ్ ఎఫ్ఐహెచ్ ప్రో లీగ్ ఇన్ ఫుల్ స్వింగ్ వీ హ్యావ్ టన్స్ టు టాక్ అబౌట్ పర్ఫార్మెన్సెస్ టు డైసెక్ట్ అండ్ ప్లేయర్స్ టు సెలబ్రేట్ విత్ ద టోక్యో ఒలింపిక్స్ ఆఫ్ ఫ్యూ మంత్స్ అవే వీ విల్ ఆల్సో డైవ్ ఇన్ టు అన్హర్డ్ స్టోరీస్ ఫ్రమ్ ది పేజెస్ ఆఫ్ ఇండియాస్ హాకీ హిస్టరీ బుక్స్ సో టు బిగిన్ విత్ Here's a quick wrap of the action from the FIS Pro League. In the Pro League this past week, we had a shootout this weekend as both legs between Netherlands and Argentina ended 2-2 in regulation time. The Dutch took home 4 points having won both the shootouts. Meanwhile, New Zealand's men picked up their first win in regulation time this season, beating Spain 3-2 in the second leg at Christchurch. This was after losing 4-1 in the first leg. Now, here's how this affects the points table. Belgium stands strong in the first position with 14 points. With the shootout wins, Netherlands has pushed India back to third in the points table and now has 11 points from 6 matches. Spain is in fourth behind India with 7 points from 8 matches, while New Zealand, despite winning a match, remains rooted to the bottom. The women's matches saw a few interesting developments. Netherlands enjoyed a 19-match win streak in the Pro League which stretches back to the last season, but Argentina broke that. with a sensational 2-0 win in the first leg at Senard. However, the Dutch pegged back with a 3-1 win in the second leg. As far as the points go, the two wins took New Zealand to second in the women's standings with 10 points from 6 matches, behind defending champion Netherlands, which has 15 points. Argentina also moved up a place to third, followed by Australia and Belgium, while Great Britain takes the sixth place. Germany is third from the bottom as the 2019 bronze medalist is yet to play its first match in the Pro League this season. China remains second from the bottom with 0 points after two matches as its participation in the upcoming pro league matches looks uncertain due to coronavirus outbreak. Now for our picks of the week. This week's best team performance goes to Argentina's women in the first leg against Netherlands. The Argentinians beat Netherlands 2-0. Remember this Netherlands team has been world number 1 since 2011 and is the pro league defending champion. the world champion and the european champion so this is a very special win the argentinians used a lot of body play against the dutch to make them uncomfortable the netherlands weren't allowed to make any passes on in the wide areas and were barely given any kind of space to run down the baseline when the ball was through other channels there were bodies piled up in the netherlands's way like a series of mouse traps If we go by the stats by the end of second quarter Argentina had zero shots on target three circle penetrations to Netherlands as 13 and picked up a green card in the process that should tell you how physical they were also in this half Argentina won two penalty corners from those three circle entries but struggled to even stitch five passes together neither were they playing nor were they allowing Netherlands to play well by this time the dutch were like why can't we score against these guys who are unable to even get near our half things were better for the south americans in the second half where two moments of individual brilliance from augustina gorzlani and delfina mereno did the job for them moving on to the best individual performance of the week it is without a doubt new zealand's men's team's goalkeeper leon hayward in the second leg against spain he pulled off seven saves each one better than the last to keep out waves and waves of spanish attacks out the black sticks had the power to score goals but they clearly needed somebody in the defense and hayward did just that if i had to pick a favorite the two massive saves in the third quarter were some of the finest pieces of goalkeeping i've seen this year first there was a reverse stick from miguel delas 
and then there was a flick from pokemada which he swatted away with his gloves that brings us to the end of this weekly wrap but before we move on here's the biggest talking point of the week the international hockey federation announced the winners of the hockey star awards india has quite a few reasons to smile three to be precise with three national team players finding themselves on the honors list and that too for the first time lalren ziami and vivek sagar prasad back the rising star of the year awards while men's team captain manpreet singh became the first player to win the player of the award since the beginning of the awards in 1999 this sounds cheerful so what's the point of the discussion hockey enthusiasts online have been discussing if uh, manpreet really deserved this award there are a few interesting conspiracy theories floating around this some allege that narendra batra being fi chief helped manpreet win well few others were upset that players such as belgium's victor venier and arthur van doren didn't win this award despite being the more worthy ones let's put things into perspective if you look at the breakdown of the votes manpreet received 53% of national association votes 19.5% of all media votes and 15.1% of all fans plus players votes this brings his average to 35.2 arthur van doren who has won the award for the last two times got 19.7 combined votes and Argentina's Lucas Villa got 16.5%. To be fair to all though, every single player nominated for this award was worthy enough because they had impressive string of performances last year. So, I am not complaining. So, for our next segment dedicated to Indian Olympics, today we have with us India's 1980 Olympics gold-winning captain Vasudevan Vaskaran. Welcome to the show, sir. So, uh, take us through how India qualified for the 1980 Moscow Olympics. Well, we had uh, a different system, unlike now, we had the qualifying rounds and all. Till 88, we never had any qualifying because it's all Asia, Europe and then some African cup. But we had to go and play pre-Olympics at uh, Moscow because there were eight teams participation. One is testing the ground, testing the place for the teams. So we finished second there and um, lost to Russia by 3-1. We beat Spain there, but uh, then it was quite a tough one because we played somewhere in, in November. We played first time the Indian team is playing in an indoor stadium. So I think it was quite a you know, fast game and it was actually, I would say, the ball was different. We didn't play the leather ball. Though we played on a polytrend ground, we played on a plastic ball, which was not officially approved. Played every game in a tough situation there. And I think our boys did so well only in the second half. So now the first half was quite sad for us because we were not able to even push the ball properly. So the basic qualities of hockey was that to hit the ball properly, then stop the ball properly. But uh, it, was, it took at least 25 to 30 minutes to you know come into the game sense. So I think we are all new to it except me and Bharat Chetri, the goalkeeper. All others are all seeing an hospital for the first time. That is the journey when you started uh, building the team for qualifying in 1979, October, November. So there were big changes within the team because only goalkeeper Birbadu Chetri and you were the experienced ones. For, for everyone else, it was the first Olympics. How was it leading such a young team? Well, actually we had, a, you know, the administrative problem I would say I should mention here because we never had IOA at that time. We had IOA but it was actually into in problems. Then we, just that was given to the Olympics preparation for all the teams including other games has been given to the all India Council of Sports, AACS. And uh, the chairman was uh, Sam Manekshaw. So that was the transformation we got there. And uh, unfortunately, we had some problem in the team itself, where which boys who played in the Rio Olympics could not come to the regular camp uh, because of disciplinary grounds. So I would mention that because uh, that's the reason all the next junior, they thought without them, the team would not go. 
So next lineup was ready. So in that only we had, I was very fortunate to have all these kind of players like Garen Scofield, Devinder Singh, Dung Dung, then Somaya, then Ravinder Paul, then uh, uh, Gurmail Singh, myself as left off, Zafar Iqbal, Sodi, then Mahavajit uh, Singh Rana, Moin Frandes, Kaushik and Chandit Kumar. So these are the team which I can now forget in my life. Even the sleep you tell me I'll take ten, the 16 boys' names because they all brought that kind of uh, energy in the team. You know, all these players are 2021. They never even played a national national hockey championship. Dum Dum, never seen anything in the life. Devinder Singh from Jalandhar, nothing you've seen in the life. So just imagine people like I can understand Mumbai, Somaya, then Mahavir and all, Zafarik, Balaji. But what about Devinder Pal Singh, VP from Sports Hostel? So these are the issues which. Normally, you don't see uh, in the Indian team traveling to Olympics. But when the moment you, you know, had training game in Bangalore, we really did very well because of the we could select the best 16 or 18, and that's how the selection was made. The selections were conducted three to four days, uh, playing against different teams in Karnataka, in Bangalore, I would say. Engage ourselves in a good quality of hockey for the selections. This is how the boys travel to uh, get the Indian colors. Uh, somewhere in May. We also had a lovely, you know, mentor like Manisha coming to the boys, talking to them very closely. That's very great, of, you know, the characters we had uh, to follow hockey. The press gave the title of the Indian team was that, Babes of Indian Hockey. Moscow in summer, the weather is at sub-zero temperatures. So, how did you get acclimatized to those conditions? Well, we went about, I think, 10 days early and uh, we had to pay three days uh, food for that and seven days the organizers had taken care of us and uh, uh, fortunately we had fixed up two two half games with the Dynamo's club which is more or less a full team of uh, Russian and uh, we had fixed up with two games uh, half game with the Spanish team so you know we went out there and uh, I would like to mention here because Mr. Ike Gujral was ambassador there and he was a lovely strength of the team he was also a 17th player of the Indian team so that was the biggest advantage we had when we reached Russia and uh, everything was with us including samosas and you know hot things to eat. So I think you know, these are the things which uh, make sure you know Indian you know very positive in every way wherever you go. Three days after three days, four days should be something like vadas and you know samosas and pavbhajis and all. So I think all this was given to us uh, prior to the Olympics. and. Uh, Yes, we had problem. I mean, there's no question saying that I'll be lying in that way because uh, the stick was not to be held properly, the ball was slipping off, you know, and most of the boys were playing first time. It took about five days to walk in the village. We, we saw one of the best athletes, we, we never knew about that, uh, Nadia Kominshi. We never knew she's, she's a gymnast, but she thought she's an, you know, her mother was traveling with her everywhere, so she used to have breakfast with us most of the time, but we never knew she was Nadia or what she's going to do. She was 18, I guess. Much, much, much below that, you know. She was just taking, you know, it's Romanian and we're not able to talk any kind of languages. So these are the interesting things before the game. So I think we had a multiple concept for people. You know, the first thing, the moment the you see that's a village, they, they all think it's a village. In our English definition, village is something else. Village is that you live together in a village, about 10,000 at least together. We used to have national flag in our Indian camp, you know, in, in the Indian, Indian bungalows, what do you say? So it is quite interesting to see the Indian boys hang the line, like somebody singing, 
you know, uh, you know, the most famous song in Russia was that Mere, Mere Jutai Japani by Raj Kapoor and Mohammed Shahid was a good singer. You know, this is an entertainment, you know, this is all makes you a wonderful person in the village because the entire Indian country wants to, you know, highlight who, who is performing other than athletics, other than hockey, what they can do. So these are the things happen in the village and I think that's a quite good uh, a journey for us, uh, for anybody in the team. So, Juta Japani was famous in Russia? For Raj Kapoor sang there. Raj Kapoor became so famous there. The volunteers, mostly all Russian girls. Only few places from Russia where they could talk about English. Because we went to Pittsburgh school where, you know, they kept the name of Indians. Some boy's name is Maharaja. Some, some boy's names are Raj. There's somebody who was, a girl kept the name of Indira Gandhi. So, I think I'm talking about 1980s. So, there was so much a fan for India in those days from Russia, outside the village, inside the village, and the mess part of it, we had lovely function in the Moscow University. A lot of Indian boys were there working for the uh, village. I think it was a great fun. I mean, to me it was a great fun. Rather than playing there, and you know, when we had the crowd every game, I never believed we had about 20,000, 21,000 in a game. Moscow Olympics was also one of the most politically tense Olympics ever. So, what was the effect on India and on the Indian Olympics hockey team? Well, I think the most of the boys didn't know what was the you know, problem we faced, except for me. Because since I had gone to Olympics in Montreal and also I was standby in Chanati Munich Olympics, where you know, we had some apathy, we had some different you know, kind of feeling with the boys in the village, and the security aspect, everything. So, that was the first Olympics where uh, it was controlled in a different way uh, rather from Montreal Olympics because even Montreal we had some problems but I think um, uh, everything was new there and uh, apart from knowing what exactly is happening among the other countries say there are about 90 to 92 countries taking part in the instead of 130 countries so then they can you know there are some countries not participating but I think nevertheless they didn't uh, we didn't have that you know determination to see and you know know about what other countries are doing so we are focusing on our uh, performance because it's tough to live there, very tough. The breakfast was a big problem though we had an Olympic village with all kind of food. Taking these boys along, everybody was worried about how we can go and play for country. You know, it's like, you know, taking about 15 babes along with the team. And uh, fortunately, Mr. Balkishna, the coach from Kerala, was the manager. And I think these, they were people who could guide the players about this kind of absentees from the new Olympic team and Olympic movement and so on. Talking about the games, the first two matches were very tough draws against Spain and Poland. Then the wins followed in the next three matches. So, how? what was the turning point during this phase after the first two draws? No, first two draws, I would say Spain actually was a very tough game because I, would, I tell the viewers that Spain had one of the best teams in the world. That time they are the European champion. So, to break them, it needs a lot of signs. Balkishan tried to get some of the cassettes from the library and uh, you know we never had any cassette carrying you know VHS carrying any instrument carrying so that's the time that you know in, in Olympics the library was started so we went to the library so we paid the cassette we saw as a team and the boys observed so many issues on that so that's how we made up our mind you know the science was involved because I was interested in all those things you know I can't go and tell them that Uskopakro, uh, you know, you take the number 8, uh, number 10, all those will not happen. Because Spain is a very professional side and they are one of the best coaches like Oswine, you know, the best coach and I know him well and I know his tactics and all. So we drew with them, two all, 
Then next game was Poland. Poland is the most toughest team in the European countries. They'll be lining up like a wall. They won't come up. They'll only make for a draw. It happened like they scored a goal. And because we're trying to without any you know strategy, we try to you know rush to them. You know homework has not done properly because we thought Poland mean Tigay or Tin Chargol Marlega. So it was different when you entered, but it's quite tough. And just imagine they scored a goal and we got a penalty stroke and I missed it. So it was a big burden on me then, you know, I didn't know what to do because we tried to put pressure on that. And you know, in the last couple of minutes to go, I think Mavin got the equalizer. So that was a turning point for Indian team to call everybody safe fans. The moment we crossed that bridge of, you know, going to safe fans, then it was a different ball game. We had quite a good rest, we had some planning done. So the planning started only when we qualified how to go the next two games. We crossed a big order, then after beating, coming to same final, then we thought about, oh God, we're going to stand in the podium. You know, there's two games to go, so the boys were pepped up. So that one goal from Marun Fernandez actually changed everything. It's a great goal because we are inching on them, Sides are doing everything. Even it, 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 he defeated, he, he took the goalkeeper away. But the ball could not go into the goal. You know, everybody did the best, but you know, that day they say it was not your day. But it's not, not that your day, but you are all missing. But Mavin got that one important goal and put the team into safe hands. If Mavin would not have got a goal, I think it was entire press from India was, would have been correct. Babes of India. So, how was the mood ahead of the final? The boys didn't, uh, didn't feel that we were playing the finals. They all thought, okay, we become an Olympian in 20 years. Then we still have a lot of years to go for next Olympics. Honestly speaking, the moment um, we landed in the same finals, finals, so we used to have morning breakfast meeting. Then we used to have, we used to plan only at the breakfast table. So depending on Spain was very good. This was raised by Barachet and Alan Schofield, both the goalkeepers. He said, So this was actually we are prepared the game apart from how to play. We are up by. 3-1 in the first half. So we never thought we were riding on a victory, but we knew that there would be some, you know, mishap will happen. And they would then held the ball after whistle, threw the ball on the air, penalty gone. So 3-2. So we are out by seven minutes, 10 players. So one more goal. John Ahmad made a hat-trick. 3 all, And uh, immediately just about uh, 11 or 9 minutes to go, a side score, the last goal, the fourth goal is 4-3. And we are still struggling to keep the ball in our pace. And then they came in and said, inside. So he was disused, he was actually upset. So I said, Chodo yaar, kelo, aap kuch, kuch mat kor, kelo. Because he was worried about the two goals in his absence. At the last two minutes, it was about four penalty corners to Spain. The heartbeat of, of, of Basque stopped because I said, I was good, I was very specialized in saving the golden balls, penalty corners. But that time there was no drag flicks. So I said at least two goals, sure goals, the last two minutes. One went off the uh, post, the rest two I saved from this post one, and the next post I stood on the right post, I saved. The last penalty corner, which they got just before the whistle, I, I saved it, and the ball was just rolling to the long corner. And the final whistle came. In fact, I was still searching whether we can get the last five minutes of Indian hockey to go through my entire journey, but I'm still not getting it. I only got the winning goal, but if we can get the last five minutes of India-Spain match, that will be one of the best games because we are down with we are down with 11 players and penalty corners. That's where we see the temperament of the junior boys. See, okay, normally when what will happen, you put the blame on somebody else. But in this team, it was not happening. It was all telling things Shabash. This is one good word Mr. Balkishan has told everybody. The moment you make a wrong pass, put your hand up, say sorry, continue the game.
Even if it's a wrong pause, you say, Shabash, yeah, koi baat nahi, kelo. I think these two words, you know, koi baat nahi, Shabash, made the place wonderful. I think they're all gem of Indian hockey. So that was the story of Indian hockey's glory days at the 1980 Olympics. We will be back next week to tell another tale of Indian hockey's golden era. So, do you agree with our picks? Get in touch with us and let us know. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. The handle is at SportsStarWeb. You can also catch up with our multi-sport coverage on www.sportstar.thehindu.co.in. Until next week, keep listening to SportsStar Podcast. This is Samarnath Suri signing off. Goodbye.